Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of my podcast. My name is Bianca, and this is The Adventures of an Everyday Goddess Creating and Living an Extraordinary Life. My first idea when I chose to do this podcast, and I want to give a little bit of history each time, is um, when I created the blog Whispering Venus back in I think it was 2000, um, living an everyday goddess life. It was for me to be able to share insights, tools, practical tools, tips, life hacks in a way that would be really easy to understand, entertaining, and more likely for everyone that was reading to actually utilize. That is what I'd like to see happen here now on the podcast. And one of the things that I have in my heightened abilities, and we all have these abilities, whether we're aware of them, awake to them, using them or not, um, to use the soul senses, or I call them the soul five senses, which are intuition, empathy, compassion, awareness, and then enlightenment. And then there's the five physical senses, you know, sight, sound, taste, touch, and hearing. And when you bring all those together, you integrate those together, then you can create an observation as opposed to a perception. So I hope that through listening to the podcast that you'll be entertained, but you will also receive some practical tools, insights, inspirations that will help you, you know, navigate these waters, these this this planet. You know, it is the age, we're in a new age, it's the age of Aquarius, it's the age of water. And uh, Venus, who the Venus goddess or goddess Venus, um, an ascending master <clears throat> in an energy that I like to work with. Uh, and the original podcast was called Whispering Venus. She always refers to spirit having to scuba dive using the wetsuit of the physical vessel, the body, in order to do so in this dimension of time that this aspect you're experiencing is living in. And one of the most powerful tools we have and has been passed down throughout time is word, speech. And speech, whether it be spoken, thought, or written, are really truthfully sounds linked together that create an experience or invoke an energy, or call in an energy. Uh, Prayer is a way of utilizing words that have been, letters and words that have been placed together in a synchronized way that when spoken, invoke, and create. As well, when said privately or personally or internally, Um, the energy does gently shift. You might hear, um, if you ever go to a yoga class, teachers will sometimes, you know, give an an insight to chant, om, amen, hum. And then they might offer it as a silent um, expression. 
And that's because the energy does change a little bit. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about certain words and the power that they have, what happens with speaking them, and the power that they have when they're written. And really being integrated in our energy, which means that we're using our higher self to integrate into the physical vessel. So the ego is co-creating with what I call God's will or the God consciousness, <clears throat> higher self. And I really like to think it gives the editor uh, <laughs> a publisher that says, no, you can't edit everything out. <laughs> and no, you're not fully in control. There is a master architect, a master plan, a God consciousness that's helping to create this story that we're experiencing. And the ego is a wonderful editor, but when it doesn't have a net underneath it to uh, fly, it sometimes won't fly and hangs on to the, the cliff <laughs> for dear life. For me, everything I do I see beauty and laughter and joy in it, even the challenges. I see the blessings, and I truly, that's what I really want to share. I believe that a joy-filled experience is an experience that allows everyone to receive everything that they are open and aligned to receive in their experience uh, with grace and ease. It's so much harder to do it when there's a challenge, but if you can raise up out of that challenge to do so. The spoken word is fabulous, and I shared last time in the podcast that we all inhale inspiration, inhale oxygen, our life fuel, and then what we exhale is actually what we share with the rest of the world and our chance to repurpose it. Just like everything else, that evolves and changes and grows, so does our dialogue and our communication. The funny thing, though, is certain things, our old ancient texts, still hold this magnificent power and will withstand all eternity. And I see it as the seed that is holding all the DNA and just can never be destroyed. One of the things, one of the words or phrases that I'm most connected to, and it's one of the first powerful chants and affirmations I ever learned, and is written in the Torah, and of course you find it in the New Testament, and if you go through different religious, organized religious texts, you will see it in its form, and you'll see it in almost all modalities, and then you will watch it migrate and evolve into our everyday dialogue. And that is, I am that I am. Now, we've heard so many speak about it. You've, if you've ever listened to Dr. Wayne Dreyer or written or read The Secret, um, it is in there. Um, and if, of course, if you have read any of the religious texts, I am that I am, I think is written 364 or eight times, something like that, or nine in the Torah. And it is said that it is what the God consciousness creator, mother, father, divine, the supreme natural being said to Moses that I am that I am is how I will be known through eternity. Those are really powerful. 
And if you think about it, right? I am God that I am God. So it represents that God is in us and we are within that consciousness as well, God. So we say we are created in the image of the creator and therefore we are creators ourselves. Pretty powerful which gives you an idea that we really do create our own realities and that the spoken word goes out just like radio waves do and sound waves do out into the others and are met with different energies. And that energy is a lot more turbulent than the written word where it's um, through your hands, through your actions, and you're moving the physical vessel muscles together to write what you want to put down. I am that I am has said that you can actually put a comma after that. I'm not the only person who said that. It's several. It's written. And you can then manifest that by bringing I am at the end of it. Another way is to take that out and make an affirmation or a declaration. Now that could be pretty scary. Because we say, I am tired, I am sick, I am poor, I am broke. Yikes. And that goes out in our exhale and it meets what I call like-minded energy. And there's a very big difference between like-minded energy like-hearted energy, like-soul energies. So like-minded energies, it's the experience that you are in at that moment, and that's what you're going to connect to. So when you send it out like that, um, I like to say almost unprotected, you really have to make sure you're guarding it with other words. So it's formulating a focused thought that is becoming an intention and then it, the sentence itself, no matter how long it is, has a beginning and an end, which means that it protects it and feeds it at the same time. So, I bet you're stopping and thinking right now. And if you were just getting ready to say to somebody, I'm tired, you might want to stop. Because <laughs> you might want to say, I am experiencing fatigue right now. I am choosing to feel better and awake after I take a rest. I am. How powerful that is and how easy it was to take something that seems so metaphysical, so mystical, so out there, into your regular everyday existence and experience the change just by listening. Now you take that into writing. And it's funny when we write and because we are so used to typing or using our computers and having things go autocorrect and so fast, we really do, and I know for myself, tend to focus our intention to be as effective and efficient as I possibly can to write 
what I want to express, my desires, what I choose to manifest and have it happen with grace and ease. But when we're talking, we sometimes go on autopilot just like when we're driving and the editor gets to fill in all kinds of funny stuff in there. And we just put words and we don't even think about it. It is out of our control, truthfully. It's almost an impulse as we begin to speak. And I always say during Mercury retrograde, it's even more fun to watch people communicate because the filter's gone and they're just talking away. Uh, And it's a great time to really stop and listen, actively listen, where you watch with your eyes, you feel with all your senses uh, what's being expressed to you. And you can actually see that the words that are coming out of someone's mouth and their actions and the energy behind them are all separated. Yet when we write them, you tend to bring it all together. There are words that we evolved with that through translation and dictionaries have languages and just the merging and blending of our cultures have changed and also our energy. I know myself, I really choose to express much more mindfully uh, with accountability when I'm communicating. Knowing that my words carry a vibration, not only do the letters being linked together because they have numbers that represent them that actually then represent sound waves, And there's a great book called The Moses Code by James Twyman, who speaks about it and uses tuning forks to um, show and experience the energy and sound of I am that I am, and then create a, a, a meditation from it. And Dr. Wayne Dreyer actually has a beautiful one, uh, I am meditation that is free on YouTube that I highly recommend. And it's broken into two um, 20 minute segments. The first 20 minute segment is about staying awake and accountable with your eyes open, pen in hand, journal on your lap. And as you're listening to the tuning forks and the sounds that are being chanted during the meditation, according to what James Twyman shared with him, you write, I am in a beautiful, healthy, loving marriage to my soulmate. I am. I am experiencing abundance of good health, unconditional love, unconditional forgiveness, joy, financial abundance and freedom. I am. I am sustainably successful in all domains of my life. I am. And you go on and you do this every day. And then the next 20 minutes, you are silent. And it is truly just about allowing the waves to wash over you. Uh, Wayne Dreyer suggests doing it um, 
through speakers. I listen uh, with my headphones, either or. I think it's just an experience of what resonates with you in that moment. And there's a really cool twist right there. We are so used to saying in the past 20-something years as New Age left occultism into a metaphysical science now and neuroscience now, uh, we know um, we say certain things and truth used to be one of them. What resonates in truth with you? Well, what resonates in truth with me right now might not be the same thing that resonated in truth with me yesterday and certainly might not be the same thing that resonates in truth with me tomorrow because my emotional body, my emotional maturity, my emotional energy, my IQ might be disturbed. Or if you're talking with someone who's younger, their emotional energy, their emotional maturity, IQ isn't as experienced as yours. So they don't experience the same truth, even though you might be speaking about the same category or subject or event. I like to really say I am now resonating in this experience that's in alignment to my highest good. That sounds a lot to say, and I get it. You're not going to pick up the phone and say that when you're talking to somebody, but if you keep that thought in your mind, in that energy, that's an integrated energy, that's what will always be expressed out through everything that you speak during the course of the day, even during challenges. And that's setting that affirmation in the morning that I am today going to be mindfully aware and accountable of all the energy that I bring in through the highest good and express out for the highest good of all. I always throw in creator, God, mother, father, divine. That's entirely up to you. But that changes it, doesn't it? Because you know yourself, your truth can change as our experiences and our awareness changes. And it brings to light something that was shared in Miguel Ruiz's book about the four agreements and about not taking things personal. And you're like, how could that possibly be? But then when you see it in a truth, you can realize that those things then change. Being impeccable with your word. How important it is now, right? As we express it and experience it. What I love about writing and journaling over visioning boards and cutting out papers and things is that I really formulate my intention, my inspiration, intention out into a full body experience as I'm writing. So my eyes are seeing what I'm writing with. Um, you know, Feng Shui says to write in red when you want abundance. But yet if you're Italian, you don't want to write in red because red means you're broke. So, you know, again, it depends on what your experience it is and where you are and what you're open and allowing. Writing in a pretty journal. Uh, Dear John letters, you know, um, I used to teach uh, to burn them when we were done as opposed to mailing them. So there was an energetic effort that breaks and that you honor it. And there's a whole kind of ceremony where you light a candle and, and burn the words and let them go back out into the others. And 
any negative energies are burned in the fire, any, anything that was harmful or, or not beneficial that you wouldn't want to share with somebody transforms into the fires and we let it out to God and it goes and is communicated in a way that is served by our ministering angels. These are all little insights, tips, and tools. So even if you're listening and you're thinking, wow, this girl's absolutely crazy, you can still use them because you're going to watch and see how it really does effectively change how you express yourself, how you express your desires, how you express what you're experiencing as opposed to what you're feeling. Uh, The feeling is the editor The experience is the editor and the higher self together with the observation. And there it allows a more abstract view and you can see challenges then uh, with alternative realities immediately because you're not feeling it and trying to work through the physical aspects. You're a little bit above it and you have a, a, a broader view, an eagle's eye view, so to say. And this is great for everything that we do. If you're a teacher, a doctor, a student, a parent, a child, a business owner, a worker, a co-worker, a human being. This world, this life that you are experiencing as your aspect of self right now is truly a moving meditation. That is a prayer or an asking an intention, and then seeking it, and then manifesting it. Like cooking, you put the recipe, you go to a cookbook, you read those words that were put together, that combined ingredients that give you an outline and an instruction, and that's really truthfully a guided moving meditation. And if you're mindful, awake and aware and accountable, and you follow it, then when everything is completed, you will have manifested that which you have chosen to cook. If you're like my mom and my aunt, you've probably changed some of the ingredients and are maybe experimenting. And I loved when they cook because they take it one step further because they start in the morning and they decide, and I don't really like that word decide, so I'm going to change it. They choose together what they want to create for a meal the next that, that day and they will then look at the recipes figure out the appetizers the main course the desserts and they will then go out and buy the ingredients so it's a whole day uh, of being mindfully aware and accountable to the intention of cooking dinner and all the necessary steps that it takes to create it, to manifest it. And the beauty is, is that once it's manifested, it doesn't mean it's never going to happen again. It is the wonderful realization of experiencing, oh, that wasn't really what I expected, or I don't really think I'm like that with that, or I don't like that flavor, I want to alter something else I want to substitute and then maybe create it again at another time. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly moving. The inhale and the exhale show that. It's just that we become frightened when we perceive it to be random 
because we're not mindful, we're not accountable, we're not aware. And when the editor is on autopilot and is expressing experiences without an integrated energy or an integrity, um, then it's on autopilot and what it hears back can seem random and scary. Uh, And when we go through life like that, we see things as coincidences when truthfully everything is just serendipitously linked together or synchronized or sequentially linked together because every single thought you create, you send out there and is waiting for you. So if you choose to go on that thought that meets up with like-minded energies, it might not be sustainable because those like-minded energies fluctuate to what they're experiencing. And if you're in a mindset or a life set or an experience from the very moment you open your eyes that is in a lower vibration, uh, then that's going to slow your day down and that's what you're going to meet up with. Higher vibrations are thoughts that are usually more beneficial and they're strategically vibrated at a higher level even when we communicate and we hear certain words. So they travel out a lot faster and when we allow like-hearted energies to meet up with them, that stays sustainable and that links to more experiences that are enjoyable and filled with the gratitude and happiness and blessings. And yes, life challenges are there. Soul contracts, karma contracts, corrections are there. But you're able to get off the emotional roller coaster and really be a benefit or manage and navigate through it um, with more ease and find yourself even in the sorrowful moments, uh, being able to connect to blessings uh, and the awarenesses of the other things that are around us, even when we experience transition and loss. So if you're getting up in the morning and you're experiencing loss from the get-go, shake yourself out of it. I tell clients and students, you know, sometimes tell yourself a joke the first thing in the morning. Write it down if you have to before you get out of bed and make yourself laugh. And then, you know, get up. And if you stub your toe, don't let that be Murphy's Law and take you in that direction. Laugh at yourself and say to yourself, I should have been more mindful. I should have had my slippers next to the bed from last night. I should be more accountable. Because we create what we're experiencing. Not everybody out to us. It's us out to everyone and then back to us. So no one's doing anything to us, our friends. My friends, I promise you, we're doing it to ourselves. We have the choice to meet challenges and challenging communications and events and energies and experiences with people that aren't always um, friction-free and awkward and rise above them and move past them and really co-create with them as well um, as those that we are like-hearted with.
you know, and those are other podcasts, but I just really wanted to share with you today, just really being um, accountable and mindful of your spoken word because it goes out there and just like Wi-Fi spots, you know, unless you have the protection there, the formulated focused thought to express out in communication, it is unprotected and it can become contaminated, corrupted, you know, and it just loses its strength. So it's mindfulness, accountability, and you see it in your writing. Uh, I am big on Texas. People laugh at me uh, because they're like, you can't see the emotions. And I'm like, yes, you can. (laughs) Because it's there in front of you without the little emojicons. But it's also that I am choosing to be aware of what is being communicated and not necessarily what I'm feeling. I hope this helped. I hope this podcast was beneficial. Words that I'd like to see all of us transition from, decide. Uh, My friend Leslie shared this with me. Decide comes from homicide and suicide. So I don't use the word decide any longer. I use choose, which I love because it's got the two O's and if you put them together, infinity, choice. I even love the way it sounds. I don't recover anything uh, that is an illness or an addiction. Even when I was in the hospital after my surgery and everyone's like, she's recovering. I'm like, I don't want to recover that surgery. So now I am finished. I am experiencing, you know, restoration, healing, and health. I also use the word resolution as opposed to ending because nothing ever really truly is ended. And although I do say addictions are finished, I am very mindful when I speak with my son or anyone that is challenged with daily addiction that in this moment, we are right now experiencing that addiction being finished. And the more experiences that we can link together of that energy, well, then the longer that finish is. Isn't that nice? Because if you think about when you talk about wine, you wait for the finishing of a wine to sit on your palate. So you could see those subtle energy differences in words, right? They're just so subtle, but they're so powerful. I love alternate realities and opportunities. I am a huge fan of altruism, altruistic prosperity for businesses, for my own business, for my work, uh, because it means that I am sending out, I am giving and receiving at the same time. So someone is benefiting and then I am benefiting back and that makes it a beautiful strategy of living. I love altruism, altruistic prosperity, abundance. I also like prosperity for health, prosperity for unconditional love, not just finances. Prosperity of joyful experiences. Um, 
I don't use or I try not to use words any longer that that is positive or negative because those are energies that we want to link to. And I want to be able to move with grace and ease through challenges. And if the experience is something that is creating a discomfort or uh, unbeneficial, uh, unhappy reaction, I want to be able to recreate and move through that and seek a resolution and an alternative reality. So I hope those are some words that help you. One of the other things that I mentioned at my last podcast that I wanted to speak about, and it goes right into this, and I'm going to end with it today, and that is love, being love, and being in love. They each create their own energies. I truly love saying love. I do. I have someone in my life who gets really mad at me when I hang up with girlfriends or I see someone and I'm like, I love you. And they're like, how could you love everybody and me? I have different loves for everyone. And that's a different podcast about loves and soulmates and why we experience love in different ways that some seem so fleeting and others in the contracts. But being in love is how I choose to be. I want to be a well-being in love. A being happy. Being joyful. I am a human being. And this being can create those experiences by those focused thoughts, intentions. So remember, what you exhale out, you're sharing with the rest of us. So please be mindful and accountable. This is a moving meditation. And we are here together as engineers to create and recreate, to help the master architect. Humanity, unity and diversity to all beings. So namaste, babies. Until the next adventure, have a fabulous every day.